Hey church family, welcome back to another Leroy UMC podcast. We made it through Advent and Christmas, and this week is Epiphany Sunday. We're talking about singing a new song and remembering that God is making all things new. Let's send it over to Pastor Tammy for this week's sermon. Father, thank you for your word that speaks to us in new ways each day. For all you have created and continue to create, may your words that have inspired these thoughts be heard, and may they bless those that hear them so that they may be a blessing to others. Amen. God is making everything new. This morning we woke up to a new day, a new beginning. Each day is like that. And each day we should take the words of Psalm 33 to heart and follow the psalmist's example. Hear these words found in Psalm 33. All you who are righteous, shout joyfully to the Lord. It's right for those who do right to praise God. Give thanks to the Lord with the lyre. Sing praises to him with the ten-stringed harp. Sing to him a new song. Play your best with joyful shouts, because the Lord's word is right. His every act is done in good faith. He loves righteousness and justice. The Lord's faith loves, or faithful love fills the whole earth. The skies were made by the Lord's word all their starry multitude by the breath of his mouth. He gathered the ocean waters into a heap. He put the deep seas into storerooms. All the earth honors the Lord. All the earth's inhabitants stand in awe of him. Because when he spoke, it happened. When he commanded, there it was. The Lord overrules what the nations plan. He frustrates what the people intend to do. But the Lord's plan stands forever. What he intends to do lasts from one generation to the next. The nation whose Lord, whose God is the Lord, the people whom God has chosen as his possession is truly happy. The Lord looks down from heaven. He sees every human being. From his dwelling place, God observes all who live on earth. God is the one who made all their hearts, the one who knows everything they do. Kings aren't saved by the strength of their armies. Warriors aren't rescued by how much power they have. A war horse is a bad bet for victory. It can't save despite its great strength. But look here. The Lord's eyes watch all who honor him, all who wait for his faithful love to deliver their lives from death and keep them alive during a famine. We put our hope in the Lord. He is our help and our shield. Our heart rejoices in God because we trust his holy name. Lord, let your faithful love surround us, because we wait for you. 
When I first read these words, I had this overwhelming feeling of wanting to praise God, to worship him, adore him, to sing a new song for him. When we hear these words, we're able to take note of all that God has done in our lives and throughout this amazing world we live in. And we should want to praise and worship him and thank him for each new day, each new start that we get, each new chance to start over. Now, I am one of those people that love nature, and I love taking pictures of everything around me especially those beautiful sunrises and absolutely gorgeous sunsets. It is so amazing to see God's handiwork across the skies. But all of nature can cause me to catch my breath. And I have a very treasured memory from many years ago, about 40 to be more exact, that did just that made me catch my breath in awe and wonder. I had the privilege to live in a place far away from here, a small island in the Pacific Ocean called Okinawa, Japan. Although I lived there for only a brief seven months, I am thankful that I was given that time to live in another culture and to see a very beautiful place. One day, we rented a boat and we went out on the ocean. And we were quite a few miles from shore. We, you see, I had seen the Pacific Ocean many times because as a child, we would go to California. And I actually lived in California for a short time also. And so we would spend our time on on the beach in the summers. But what I had seen before, and even what I have seen of the Pacific Ocean since, was no comparison to what I saw that day in that boat 40 years ago off the coast of Okinawa. The water was crystal clear. And it seemed to be untouched by pollution or big ships going by. And as I looked over the side of that small boat that we were on, I could see clearly all the way to the bottom. I could could imagine reaching down and just touching it. It seemed so close. That's how clear the water was. It was almost as if I were already in that water, surrounded by that beauty. And even though we were quite a ways from the shore, I knew it was much deeper than what it looked. But in that moment, I could see all the beauty that God had created and put into those waters. I was able to take note of the beautiful school of fish that swam below us of all the coral that was below, the seaweed and the clear, crystal clear water. All those things that God can see from up above, all those things that he created that we all too often take for granted. 
It gave me a new perspective, a new look on all that God has created and continues to create and all that he has accomplished in my life and in our world. Each one of us have the privilege of living on this beautiful planet, planet that God created to see the beauty in the sunrise and the sunset, in the spring flowers, in the beautiful trees as they change color in the fall. But sadly, we seem to take it for granted. We don't look at it as a privilege or a beautiful creation. We need to get past what we take for granted and truly see the beauty of the newness of each new day. Each thing we see that God has created, each person that God has put into our lives. It is a good thing and a good idea to take stock of our lives. To look closer at our lives and the people that are in them. It's also important that we each take note of all that God has done and continues to do in our lives and in the world around us. We can look around us right here in this moment. Go ahead, look around you. And not only see the people that God has blessed us with, but see the things that God has done and is doing not only in each of our lives, but also in the lives of those around us. God has laid the groundwork for new things in us, in our lives, in the life of this church. And as we approach this new year tomorrow, we need to take the words, God's words, from Psalm 33 to heart. Because Psalm 33 declares God's praise, his faithfulness and strength. God created this wonderful world and did it with just a few words and breath. God watches us, walks with us, loves us, and sees all the things that we go through in our life. But what God wants most of all is to have a relationship a close, intimate relationship with each one of us. God is more powerful than all the earthly strength. God is our help and our shield, our strength and our comfort. But God also sees our plight. God sees our struggles and calls us back to himself, giving us another chance a chance to change, a chance to make all things new. It is important to God that we want to start over with him, that we want to have a personal relationship with him. God wants us to look at situations in our lives and wants us to change them to make them better. And the best way we can make those changes is by putting our trust in God. To worship the majesty of God. 
to see, to really see all that God has done and to ask ask our God to put that new song in our hearts and a new vision for our eyes to see. Turning to scripture once more, we find in the book of Revelation, chapter 21, verses 1 through 6a, which reads, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people, and he will dwell with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain, for the old order of things has passed away. He who was seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. Then he said, write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. He said to me, it is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. In Revelation 21, it is recounting the vision that God or that John was given by God of the new heaven and the new earth and tells us that God's dwelling place is to be here with us. That God would be here with us, wiping away our tears, that there would be no more death or crying or mourning or pain when he comes again. Because the old ways, the ways of our past, are just that, the past. Then in verse 5, we hear the words. The one seated on the throne said, Look, I am making all things new. He is making everything new for us. We are given new life, a new chance through God's perfect son, Jesus Christ. When we choose to follow Jesus, we choose new life. When we choose new life with Jesus, when we choose to give ourselves to Jesus, we make a covenant with him. We choose to make this covenant by our own free will and promise to keep our eyes focused on Jesus, remembering that through this covenant, He will make all things new in us and in our world. So, as we step into this new year tomorrow, we should also step into a renewed covenant with our God, our Father, and our Savior. And by doing so, we are opening not only our hearts, but our lives to God and asking God to work within us making us new. Now you are advised to make this covenant not only with your heart, but also in word. Not only in word, but also in writing. Therefore, with all reverence, 
Lay this service before the Lord as you act, as your act and deed. You will find that in your pews are full sheets with the Wesley Covenant service on them. It will also be on the screen. But this paper, if, this, if there's not one in your pew, grab one from a pew that has one. This paper has the service printed on both sides. And as we make this covenant with God, I invite you to not only read this sheet, but once we have completed the service, to sign this covenant and place it in your Bible as a reminder of this holy agreement between you and God. You may revisit it and remember it during times of doubt and temptation, during trials or tribulations. And so I now invite you to join me by following along with the respond and responding as outlined in this service. So let us begin. Commit yourselves to Christ as his servants. Give yourselves to him that you may belong to him. Christ has many services to be done. Some are more easy and honorable. Others are more difficult and disgraceful. Some are suitable to our inclinations and interests. Other are contrary to both. In some, we may please Christ and please ourselves. But then there are other works where we cannot please Christ except by denying ourselves. It is necessary, therefore, that we consider what it means to be a servant of Christ. Let us, therefore, go to Christ and pray. Let me be your servant under your command. I will no longer be my own. I will give up myself to your will in all things. Be satisfied that Christ shall give you your place and work. Lord, make me what you will. I put myself fully into your hands. Put me to doing. Put me to suffering. Let me be employed for you or laid aside for you. Let me be full. Let me be empty. Let me have all things. Let me have nothing. I freely and with a willing heart give it all to your pleasure and disposal. Christ will be the Savior of none but his servants. He is the source of all salvation to those who obey. Christ will have no servants except by consent. Christ will not accept anything except full consent to all that he requires. Christ will be all in all, or he will be nothing. Confirm this by a holy covenant. To make this covenant a reality in your life, listen to these admonitions. First, set apart some time more than once to be spent alone before the Lord in seeking earnestly God's special assistance and gracious acceptance of you, in carefully thinking through all the conditions of the covenant, in searching your hearts whether you have already freely given your life to Christ, Consider what your sins are. Consider the laws of Christ, how holy, strict, and spiritual they are, and whether you, after having carefully considered them, are willing to choose them all. Be sure you are clear in these matters. See that you do not lie to God. 
Second, be serious and in a spirit of holy awe and reverence. Third, claim God's covenant. Rely upon God's promise of giving grace and strength so you can keep your promise. Trust not your own strength and power. Fourth, resolve to be faithful. You have given to the Lord your hearts. You have opened your mouths to the Lord, and you have dedicated yourself to God. With God's power, never go back. And last, be then prepared to renew your covenant with the Lord. Fall down on your knees, lift your hands toward heaven, open your hearts to the Lord as we pray. O righteous God, for the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, see me as I fall down before you. Forgive my unfaithfulness in not having done your will, for you have promised mercy to me if I turn to you with my whole heart. God requires that you shall put away all your idols. I hear from the bottom of my heart, renounce them all, covenanting with you that no other sin shall be allowed in my life. Against your will, I have turned my love toward the world. In your power, I will watch all temptations that will lead me away from you. For my own righteousness is riddled with sin, unable to stand before you. Through Christ, God has offered to be your God again, if you would let him. Before all heaven and earth, I here acknowledge you as my Lord and God. I take you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, for my portion, and vow to give up myself, body, and soul as your servant, to serve you in holiness and righteousness all the days of my life. God has given the Lord Jesus Christ as the only way and means of coming to God. Jesus, I do here on bended knees accept Christ as the only new and living way and sincerely join myself in a covenant with him. O blessed Jesus, I come to you hungry, sinful, miserable, blind, and naked, unworthy even to wash the feet of your servants. I do here with all my power accept you as my Lord and head. I renounce my own worthiness and vow that you are the Lord, my righteousness. I renounce my own wisdom and take you for my only guide. I renounce my own will and take your will as my law. Christ has told you that you must suffer with him. I do here covenant with you, O Christ, to take my lot with you as it may fall. Through your grace, I promise that neither life nor death shall part me from you. God has given holy laws as the rule of your life. I do here willingly put my neck under your yoke to carry your burden. All your laws are holy, just, and good. I therefore take them as the rule for my words, thoughts, and actions promising that I will strive to order my whole life according to your direction and not allow myself to neglect anything I know to be my duty. 
The Almighty God searches and knows your heart. Oh God, oh Lord, without guile or reservation, if any falsehood should be in it, guide me and help me to set it aright. And now, glory be to you, O God, the Father, whom from this day forward shall look upon as my God and Father. Glory be to you, O God, the Son, who have loved me and washed me from my sins in your own blood, and now is my Savior and Redeemer. Glory be to you, O God, the Holy Spirit, who by your almighty power have turned my heart from sin to God. Almighty God, the Lord Omnipotent, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, you have now become my covenant friend, and I, through your infinite grace, have become your covenant servant. So be it, and let the covenant I have made on earth be ratified in heaven. Amen. And now that you have made this covenant with God, take that copy Sign your name on that line provided. Place this signed covenant in your Bible or a place that you will see it and be reminded of this covenant you have made with God. And as I said before, in times of trial or tribulation, of temptation or doubt, take it out and read it, remembering the covenant and the promises made between you and God and be thankful for God is making all things new in you. Amen. Again, we want to thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that you are blessed and that you are a blessing. Go in peace.